Hello and welcome to Florida Basketball Hour. I am Neil Blackman, Saturday Down South, and Saturday Down South is happy to present our Patreons with an exclusive interview with Mike Miller. Uh, it's really cool to talk to Mike, um, who uh, is doing a lot of interesting things, you know, was in the coaching space with Penny Hardaway at Memphis, uh, coached a year of high school basketball quite successfully. Uh, it's just done a lot of really interesting stuff. And I think um, it's just neat to, uh, to be able to talk to Mike. They, they, um, he's also doing something with Mike's hard limeade uh, where he has a basketball hotline that you can call. And if you need uh, anything from a pep talk to a, uh, you know, you just want to talk hoops. Um, there is an opportunity to do that with, uh, Mike in Mike's Hard Limeade. Call it basketball fans and simply dial 1 800 Talk to Mike to reach Miller Mike's Hard Limeade comeback hotline uh, for pep talks, space to scream, game day speeches, all of that directly from Mike Miller to help with their own comeback as they prep for the Final Four, which begins tonight in Houston. Um, or just to bounce back from, you know, say your team's out of March Madness or didn't make it like the Gators, uh, you can all do that. So check out uh, Mike Miller's work with Mike's hard limeade too, but certainly proud of all the stuff Mike is doing. His agency is booming and it was really, really neat to talk to him. So I hope our Patreons enjoy as always. Thanks for your support. Go Gators. I guess first, first, uh, congrats on Creighton. Obviously, uh, thank you. Had to be pretty proud, even though it ended in a national controversy. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough one. It was a tough one, but it's uh, it was uh, it was a big year for him and a good year for him, so it was fun. What's your, you know, what's your view on that? Is it kind of like it's a foul, but maybe call the other thirty hand checks? Is it that? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just it's just tough. Obviously, I've said it before, like being a rep would be would be a brutal job, anyways. But it's just. Um, you know, it was a physical, it was a physical basketball game, and to end a game like that, I think even on both sides was kind of anticlimactical, right? So everyone always wants to see the players end it, but it's it is what it is. San Diego State did an unbelievable job and made that game very, very difficult to ref in the first place. So they did, they did their job. Hey, Mike, you know a lot about uh, how hard it is to win in March. I mean, um, you know, those guys at Creighton are, are maybe going to have a chance to to run it back next year. Is that? you know, something that I'm, I'm sure it's something as a parent you're, you're pretty pumped about. Yeah. I mean, obviously nothing's ever guaranteed, right? Like you leave a season and, and you hope you have the opportunity to do it again. That's why for, especially for 18, 19, 20 year olds, it, it doesn't feel as painful now, but I remember when we did it, you know, my sophomore year and lost in the national championship game, you always think it's going to be easy to win. It's hard. So you just, uh, as long as they can keep their core together, their culture is great. The coaching staff is great. Um, they'll have their opportunities, but takes a lot of luck to win too so when you're knocking at the door it's just it's, it's disappointing when it doesn't happen but you just gotta you gotta go back to the drawing board and get better this summer and hopefully do it again next year yeah your son took a chance on a on a program that that what you know Creighton obviously is established it's been around yep. it's a winning program um still they're kind of searching for their first final four and and you did the same thing you know when you when you went to florida and and some 30 something year old kid that nobody had ever heard of was recruiting you um <laughs> talk about maybe that that process a little bit for you and why you were willing to do that you think you know 
do you think that that is something that that it takes kind of a unique person to to not want to go to one of these blue bloods and, and to kind of take that that leap of faith yeah i think so um but you know I, the one thing you know i was obviously 18 years old when i made my decision to go to gainesville but i saw success in everything i've done in my life uh it's about the people you do it with right so trusting the people around it and the people at creighton obviously coach mcdermott being the main one there um you know I think he saw the same thing, and obviously I had some input on it, but it was ultimately his decision. It's, you just got to trust the people. The schools and names and stuff like that change, but the people are there. And, and Coach Donovan and Pelfrey and Grant, Donnie Jones, and that whole staff there it was the same reason I made the decision. I think it's the same reason he made it. Um, you, you trust the people you're going to go, you know, especially as a parent and your son's gone, it's always hard for your son to go away from school, but you got to trust the people to carry the, you know, carry the baton or take the baton from you. and and make the most of it. So I think he saw a lot of that in, in Creighton. Same thing I saw at Florida. Um, obviously coming from South Dakota, it was tough on my parents too. So it's it's, uh, it's just a lot of trust in, in who you're doing it with. Well, you, um, I think you know a lot about cultures of trust. All those years in the NBA, um, championships with, with the Heat, and, and obviously, you know, everybody that you ask will say, Miami Heat culture is, is one of the best in basketball, period, end of discussion. Uh, today, 10 years ago, um, you know, when did you kind of know being around those people that, that you wanted to get into coaching? Um, you know, it's, it's to be honest with you, when I got done, I just, I wanted to help. I wanted to be a part of something. And, and a lot of the stuff and the successes I've had ever since I left Miami was a direct reflection of what I learned there, not just as a basketball player, but as how to, how to conduct yourself, how to go about business, how to treat others how to you know demand greatness all those things and when I got done playing you know coaching just was a natural natural uh, fit for me so I, I wanted to help kids I wanted to give them an opportunity uh, was able to do that with coach Penny at University of Memphis then one year in high school and so um, and now even in the agency business it's it's really the same thing it's creating that culture and identity and and make sure you do everything uh, at, at the elite level and then that level of 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 mentorship that you've you know you've been involved with you know whether it's you know i guess as a florida guy you had a relationship with trey man right you helped him out a lot and yep. you know players like that being able to help young players out something that that really motivates you yeah it does i mean at, at the end of the day you know all these young kids especially the ones that have the opportunity to play at the nba level or a professional level anywhere is realizing why people make it and why people don't. And I was fortunate enough to make it 17 seasons. And when you're doing for 17 seasons, you see a lot of talented people come in and out of those doors. And it's really, it's, it's really eye opening, especially as you get older of why they make it and why they don't. And so for me, it's just, it, you know, if kids are willing to listen and willing to work and willing to do those things, you know, I want to make sure that they have the opportunity to play 17 seasons. It's not about just making it there. It's about staying there and longevity. So, you know, I think if you if you're fortunate enough to be in a position that a lot of us have been in the NBA and, and making it for a long time, if you're not willing to help the people coming behind you, then you really did it just for yourself. And, and you know, for me to get to where I was and to stay as long as I was, it took a it took a village. So, you know, I'm just trying to do that as on my end as well. So I um, got the chance to talk to Billy Donovan before the this season began. And, and you know, we started talking about this time in Florida and um you know, inevitably, Mike Miller comes up, and 
it's interesting that you were just talking about it, it taking a village because Billy won't, I'm sure you know this much better than me, but Billy won't take much credit for anything and, and he wants to deflect it all on players. Uh, but he said, you know, it was, it was guys like Mike Miller, like Teddy Dupay, like Udonis Haslam, who were just willing to put in the work. And then younger guys came in and knew what was expected of them that helped build uh, Florida's culture. But he said, to some extent, it also took luck too. Mike Miller making a leaner in the lane. Tell me about that play. I was there, by the way. I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, it, you know it's it, one of those plays, and, and I talk about it all the time. It's actually it's it's exciting to even talk about because, you know, as good as Coach Donovan was, and as good as those players were that that he brought in, Udonis Hasm, Teddy Dupay, Brad Nelson, Donnell Harvey, you know. You don't know if, if the shot doesn't go in or we don't win that game or we don't make the national championship, like where Florida basketball goes. Uh, now, I'll be the first one to tell you if it doesn't, I still have all the confidence in the world that Coach Donovan, because of what in his staff, because of what they did, would have taken it places. But you just don't know, right? And, uh, and I've said it before, it's Joe, Kim, and Al, and, and Corey Brewer, and those guys following the footsteps. Is, you know, like that's, that's, that's what makes – this time of the year, that's what makes college basketball, that's what makes NCAA tournament so fun is because, you, you know, you can cry, you can cheer, whatever it is, you don't know what that impact's going to be moving forward for those programs, those organizations, for those coaching staffs, for those players. Um, so there's there's a lot on the line, and that's why it's a stressful time. Well, let, let's talk about what it could mean for a couple of these programs because, you know, this is the craziest, maybe the craziest Final Four uh in my life, I don't know. I don't know how you look at it, but obviously you got FAU. Dusty May has just done an exceptional job. Brian Dutcher's been in the business forever. It, it's great to see to see them. But you're still looking at, you know, the first Final Four for three programs, and then UConn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it is. I mean, and you talk about just coaches and changing the coaches, like you know, for Larinaga. Uh, not much will change outside of just a little confirmation of how good of a coach he was because at his age he's done an amazing job obviously getting teams there um for for coach dutcher he's again he's established himself as a great coach but this is a differentiated make differential thing uh for coach may i mean this could change his life and i'm sure it already has in on multiple ways because he's done an amazing job um you know and, and coach hurley has done an incredible job at uconn obviously uconn is a staple and, and been here before but um, you know, it's just what makes this time of year and again college basketball so fun. You know, it's it's it it takes the best teams and the best talents, yes, but it also takes the guys that are the hottest at the time. You know, it's so much different. You know, when I stepped away from college, to the NBA, it's so much different because it's one game, and and for you know anyone can beat anybody in one game, and that's why in the NBA you usually see the better team win because it's a series of seven. So, you know, it's just it, that's that's what makes this time so fun, though. You got a a feel on this. Uh you know, on this Miami-UConn game at all. But that that's two hottest teams in the country, really. They both won. Yeah, yeah and I mean, it's, you know, to me, to me, um, UConn, UConn probably top to bottom is the most talented as far as roster creation. But Miami's guards are special. And then if anything's been proven in the past, you win with guards. Um, you know, those Miami guards, if you get if you get hot, it's going to be really, really tough to stop them. So it's going to be just a great game. Laranega's shown, like I said, been been uh, they're playing great basketball, but he's been here before. Coach Hurley, he got his guys playing really, really hard. It's going to be an up-and-down fun game, um, and it's really going to determine on, on the guard play and who, who, who makes shots for, for on both sides. 
Mike, between the uh, the coaching and, and the agency business, I mean, what you know, and being a, a present parent, you know, what are you um, what are you doing now? Like, what are you focused on? You know, career wise. Just, just you know, obviously the agency stuff is is my is my my business side of things, and 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 really helping these kids, uh, you know see you know hopefully go and walk the path that i was able to walk and play as many years as i was able to play and, and help through the process with them and their families um and then on the on the family side just just trying to enjoy my kids you know playing 17 years in the league you're away a lot um so staying in basketball helping them being a part of their journey um and then on the agency side just continue to be a part of a lot of families journeys and, and and you know hopefully give them what they deserve Mike, I appreciate your time. Um, Yeah, it's uh, awesome to talk to you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you.